Okay, welcome to 90 plus 4. This is take 2. <laughs> is the intro. Um, we're back after a very extended break. We were we were off for about um a day or two. We were just so rattled by the World Cup. So rattled and there is a dog. Can you hear that? Yes. <laughs> it's dying. It's on three legs. It is falling down. It's to give some context people, there's a dog next door that's been dying for about 2 years. But like it, Manchester United's <laughs> that's right it, but it's been happening for longer than that I was slow studying, burn I was studying for exams like four years ago and the thing's like ah I'm feeling it I'm feeling it god um, my name's George Harrison I'm joined here as always by Adam Petrovic hello uh, there's Chris Ferreira how are you today and um it's uh just 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 do it <laughs> you know, that's really what you, just explain to the to the audience what you're wearing today why? Moro. Moro, Moro Montero. He's got a, a, what's he's he got? got? A, he's got a pink number. Exactly. In reality, I'm wearing black. It's, it's a cream puff. puff. It's, it's cold, cream. guys. Come on. Cream puff's actually the way to describe it. Cream puff. Okay. It's cold. It's cold. Um, look, we're going to get stuck into the football straight away. Actually, no, we're not. We're going to have an opening question. We're ta- I'm taxing this. I'm completely taxing it. But I'm not taxing the question. No one's ever asked this question before in the history of podcasts, actually. Wow. Oh, God. What is it? Well, <laughs> first. <clears throat> it is, um, I, I thought I'd ask everyone what their favourite TV show was when they were a kid. And it can be an Aussie show. You can name an Aussie show because there were some nostalgic Aussie shows back then. It was golden era for kid shows in the 90s. It's true. There's Nickelodeon, there's Cartoon Network. Guys, what do you like? I haven't even thought about it. I knew the question. I didn't think about it. Well, those are both channels. Yeah. You want yeah, a specific yeah. show, right? Yeah, you can, Yeah, I'm just saying that the, oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. heaps of stuff. All right, well, my, kids. my favourite um, international one was Thomas the Tank Engine. Pretty boring. <laughs> Mate, it was, it was gun. Okay. <laughs> Said the fat controller. <laughs> don't, don't. Don't stuff up, Thomas. You know the narrator was a Beatle. It was, it was John, it was, um, it was, um. What was his name? Ringo, Ringo, Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr. Said the fat controller. <laughs> <laughs> Murmured Thomas. Murmured. Uttered the big train. <laughs> Percy. Said the furious controller. <laughs> the scouser. This is the Anfield right now, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, okay, Thomas the Tank Engine. Okay. Did you have an Aussie one? Um... Not really, no. Okay, this is that's an fine. Easy one that's me. fine. Okay, well, Adam, the, Adam's raring the, to go. The international one, uh, it was sort of half half. I couldn't really pick a winner out of Postman Pat and Fireman Sam. Like, you guys are getting really kitty on this. You could have yeah, picked yeah. Rugrats if you wanted. Well, to. I was going to say Rugrats, oh, but okay. it's Postman Pat. Okay, is yeah. Um, there's also Pingu. I Pingu. love that. Pingu annoyed <laughs> me, man. The, yeah, so there's those ones. Um, and the Australian one, Blinky Bill. As a kid, yeah, Blinky Bill Blinky Bill. Blinky Bill. Yeah, apparently that's so. like some huge show in, in like Sweden or some weird country. <laughs> some it's a niche, massive show. Niche market. <laughs> Just take caps and watch Blinky Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Get off their heads. <laughs> I don't know if it's Sweden. I some Sven. <laughs> Blinky Bill. <laughs> Und Blinky Bill. I to beat them five nil and we scored seven goals. I don't know. Schweinsteiger's money. Um, what sweet is Schweinsteiger? I just went into I just went into Germany <laughs> with the Gumsch seven. With the Whose favorite kids show is Q and A? Moro kids shows. Um, I really like the. Um, is it the Secret Life of Alex Mack? Oh, yeah, that's She's um she's actually in Mad Men now. She she's plays just uh, generally a hottie. So yeah. it was that going She's a bit on. weird looking now. She just looks the same except a bit older. She just looks older. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen Mad Men? Yeah, yeah, I've seen her. She's in... Kenny Cobbsgrove's yeah, 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 um, yeah. wife. Sorry. And then Alex Mack. You explain to the people what Alex Mack was about. She's cool, man. She turns into a puddle thing and she goes wherever she wants. Was awesome. And she wears a hat. How about that? And she wears a hat. And her, like she has that friend who's probably in love with her, but it's, it's kind of weird. They never really address it. But I always thought that was the thing. Yeah. It's sort of, cause a bit of a geek. Yeah, it was. But like, that's what I mean. Like, it's one of those best friend scenarios. Was my assumption, but maybe I'm adding like a cynical tone to it as I've grown older. You see the final episode, they get together. Yeah, but still, like, do they? I just made that up. They do actually. They Ross kiss. and Rachel, classic Ross and Rachel. No, they story. do kiss. Okay, but it was like, if I remember right, it doesn't really wrap everything up properly. The final episode, isn't it? Like she gets rid of her powers or something because she's in that she's in that 
that um, she gets trapped and then she's in that laboratory that laboratory she... Dexter <laughs> speaking of um, okay do you have an Aussie show at all? Um, Aussie I used to nah I, I find it hard to differentiate like thinking back as a kid but I used to watch that um, was it Ferals or whatever? Ferals okay that's a good was that the one with like Radis and whatever yeah, I used Rat- to watch that yeah, one yeah Feral TV Madigliana yeah. like cat Madigliana the cat <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's angry but she's tough yeah, I remember watching that when I was a kid. Oh, is that what's the thing? Things that go bump in the night or in the ah, dark yeah. or whatever. <laughs> is that a book? No, no, it was nah, a TV nah, show. It was some weird things. Like watch freaky that. stories. Yeah. Um, it's like monsters that live under some kid's bed. Yeah. Right. It's all right. I remember watching that a lot. That's good. No, I, I totally <laughs> rate those answers. Um, I'll quickly my my international. I'm just gonna go with a, a strange one. Banana Man. Oh, it was like, oh, that banana. was like a 15, five minute segment. I know, it was yeah. five minutes. five one, minutes. One, Alec, it's a banana. <laughs> <laughs> but when Alec, it's a banana. <laughs> what? I ate a banana, that's not happening. That was literally a five minute show. Every it day. was. It was a filler. But it, all kids shows, kids show could have been yeah. like 30 seconds. I'm like, my but, God, it's so long. Wonder if you could download that now if you want to watch yeah, it. Dude. Man. Like the whole series. Do you have any the random kids shows I've downloaded and just watch stoned? <laughs> I mean eating. <laughs> and um the Aussie one was Lift Off. Oh I remember Lift Off. Lift Off was pretty sweet. I didn't know what, what the about? hell was Round going on. Round the twist was that was awesome. Was that Aussie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read more Aussie if it's right. Written by like you not walk. Greg Marsden, someone like that. Oh, the stories are from Morris Gleichman or something. Paul Jennings. Paul Jennings and Morris Gleichman. They're from the Penguin series, guys. Penguin. I only recently like found out that the theme song was sung by the chick on the show. Oh really? So you know that. Have you ever? And Bronson was really annoying. Bronson. So that was our book segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long have we spent on the opening segment? It's good. We've tested our opening segment. It was, it was about work. seven minutes. Seven minutes of uh, non-football. We'll get straight stuck into the into the football. In Australia, we just get fed the Premier League, and it has started. Um, oh, we've got some we've got some stats. We'll, we'll get to we'll get to that game. We'll get to that game. Okay. So Adam's just got some stats on the Liverpool versus Tottenham game. Um, but I think we should go straight into, uh, I reckon, if you guys had to vote on what the most exciting game this weekend was, what would you say? Uh, Chelsea Everton has right. to be. Hands, Hands down. down. Hands yeah. I saw that live in a drunken stupor in, in the casino. Why were you drunk and I wasn't there? I was like a poker night with my... Oh, there you go. That was Friday night. Family night. Only good. No, that was Friday night. This was also Saturday night. Two poker players yeah. It's only good poker players, George. Yeah. I'm good at poker. I won twice <laughs> in Austin Bay. No, awesome, 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 no, no, what was it called? In Terrible. 2005. In Terrible. No, the, oh, I, just thought, I thought we were playing <laughs> Snap. <laughs> no, I bloody won. Everyone's like, no, it wasn't doing my, my seventh <laughs> shot of Jaeger Bomb. <laughs> of Jaeger Bomb. Um, you yeah. You went twice there. I won once. Didn't we just end up like just giving up? No, but no, I was no, winning, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was clearly winning in one game. Yeah, but the thing I is, there's no money and it doesn't, it's not the same. But yeah, so we've got Everton 3. Chelsea six, Chris. Yeah, did you did you watch did you watch the goals? You watch the watch the extended highlights the next highlights. day. I didn't That's watch, all you need. Yeah, so it was like the one hour version of the game. Um, I'm very surprised with how leaky Everton have been in defence this year. Yeah, they've co- they've copped the most goals in the Premier League. Well, I think there was something that I called last season. I thought that there was a bit of Moyes left in in the side. I don't think Martinez. I think Martinez is a little bit like um like Rogers. I think he's got the attack. There was definitely his attack was mm. coming through that year. I just think the defense was just, rem- just remembering perhaps just that solid solidarity that Moyes had there, and I think he's he's he, I don't know he's just got to regroup. I don't know what he's got to do this season, but th- their attacking flair is still there. Yeah. I just think they're going to find it harder to defend this year, especially because they're um mm. they're probably bringing in new people as well. well. They're scoring the goals, and the funny thing is they haven't won a game yet. They haven't. They've drawn. Drawn two and lost. lost. But I mean, Arsenal and 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 Chelsea have come in those yeah. games. So. A tough opposition, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then there's um Diego Costa. Pretty interesting how they're vilifying. Like I knew that was going to happen, but you did you did say immediately when we were talking about La Liga last season that Diego Costa is just this absolute. <laughs> I don't have another word. <laughs> la la la. The. <laughs> <laughs> No, and it it feeds into the entire narrative to, you know, make it obvious that he's being like that. Mm. 
But even then, I mean, antagonizing. Who did he? he it was Coleman. Coleman, and because he scored the own goal, and he went straight up to him, basically just screamed or laughed in his face or something. Yeah. Wow. And then Tim Howard jumped in. It was got ugly. That's really bad. Yeah, that's it was. Like, was it was shocking, to be honest. I've, I've, I've never seen, seen that. I've, I've never, never s- seen that either from an own goal. Someone. And these are people that have seen Suarez bite people. Like it's just we haven't seen that before. <laughs> yeah. I know. Now we've seen it all. <laughs> Even Mourinho defending him up, of course, but you know, it's, it's clear it's going to be a thing. He's already got what one or two yellow cards, two and two games. He might have two. He definitely got one in that game. He got one for diving in the first game. And he got yeah, one. he did. He did actually get one for diving. Mm. So it's but on the other hand, was he got four goals in two he's games? He's top scorer at the moment. So four goals. He's doing quite well. It's um, yeah, he's just he's really he's really playing well. He's Is probably he- been liberated by Torres's release to Milan. Like. <laughs> He just feels like now he's definitely the number one striker. There's just no, ba- no bad <laughs> juju around. Yeah. No bad I don't juju. think anyone at Chelsea's felt they weren't the number one striker. <laughs> Torres still there anyway. Mate, Ivanovic has got a shout yeah. any yeah. day as a striker. <laughs> Torres. Torres was uh, not, like one point five times the value of uh, Diego Costa, by the way. So um, he costs more, therefore he must be better, right? <laughs> it's proof that not all investments are worth it. Yeah, <laughs> like my um, freelancer shoes. Uh, right, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I invested at a at a poor time. Um, do we of, think? Do we think? Um, sorry to interrupt. Do we think Diego Costa is going to get top scorer? Uh, too early to say. I actually still think Sturridge can can get top scorer and is still the benchmark in the Premier League. Has he scored yet? Uh, he scored yeah, one he in scored three one. games. But I mean, the the performance of Daniel Sturridge. As a player, um, we'll get to Liverpool later, but um, mm. I, I think it's def- it's Diego Costa's definitely a favourite. Um, I just have my natural reservations about Chelsea, um, and I think when we talk about Manchester City, we might talk about yeah. more about what they're like. But um, Adam, I think one of your favourite players, if not maybe one of your favourite players, one someone you've picked because he's in your fantasy team, if I'm not mistaken, Fabregas. Yeah. What have you What have you liked from Fabregas? Is it two great transfers? If I'm not mistaken. Fabregas and Very good. <laughs> Thiago Costa. He's we got the, we yeah, need to assist. assist. We need to score. Yeah, done. Just, I mean, consistency is key, really. Um, it's been extremely early. I mean, great signs from him. I, I guess it, he'd probably be the the standout transfer so far, apart from maybe Diego Costa being top goal scorer. But um, who who have Chelsea played so far? Everton. So they played Burnley. Burnley. Um, then they beat Leicester. Yep. And then they beat Everton. Everton. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think it, it might be still early days in terms mm, of that's a good point. really quality yeah, opponents. Um, but I look, I would even argue that a, a player of Fabregas's quality would probably sort of excel against the better teams anyway. Mm. You, you, you tend to play to the level of your opponents sometimes. Um, whether or not he falls under that category or not, um, I guess we'll find out soon. But... Um, it's good to see him back in the English game. I think I think well the the thing that's just most apparent is Fabregas when he was in the Premier League with Arsenal, it was just assist mania and he's come back and it's four assists, four assists. in he's three games. It. Yeah. It's uh it's just standard. Uh, he just manages to do it in the Premier League. He manages he even did it at Barcelona. He had he notched up a fair few assists. Fifteen that, I mean along those to lines. To counter Adam's point then, I would also argue that he really didn't do much in big games. Uh, for Barca, yeah, yeah, he's had a tendency to disappear in those games. He's mm. very good, like a very good flat track bully, mm. and it's clear he racked up good numbers. But if you look through major games, and in Spain it's a bit different because how many major games are there? Mm. Beyond playing Real Madrid and maybe Atletico last season, generally it's only the Madrid games. Mm. But you do play them in the course of a season three or four times. Would I mean in in that in that case would you say that the Premier League's stronger and and tougher? Uh. More highlight games, if that makes sense. In the last season or so, it seems to have gotten tougher. Mm. But I would still like battle against the assumption that most mid-table teams are more likely to take points rather than in England, where, okay, when the big teams play each other, sure, but I'd see more mid-table sides beating or taking points off the big teams than anything else. Yeah. Like Real Madrid, we'll get to it later, but mm. we lost this past weekend yeah. to associate that after being 2-0 up. So... Generally, I find that there's a little bit more unpredictability there, even if the final result is similar. Um, the next game we've got is Manchester City against Stoke. And I just want to make a point. I'm just going to throw this out there. There's obviously, and I, I'd open the forum up for this, there's obviously the favourites for the Premier League. And people have first and foremost said, I think 
it has to be the champions. People have said Manchester City are the team to beat. But then in more or less an equal first or a very close second would be Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um, because, my God, they, they brought in... I think they had the best transfer window, closely followed by Liverpool. I'm not being biased, but Liverpool had a great transfer market, transfer window. But Chelsea were just... They got two world-class players in Fabregas and Diego Costa. But um, I'm going to throw a spanner in the works and say that after three weeks, I still think Manchester City play the best football in the league. And against Stoke, they were really nice to watch. Really nice. Mm. I've got a stat here, sorry. Um, City, 584 completed passes. Against Stoke, 161. It was bizarre. They had (laughs) eight players in the box at all times knocking the ball amongst each other. And yeah, sure, they didn't score, but I would rather that performance... And, uh, and look, Chelsea have been really effective. Um, um, I, and and I think it's individuals that are that are playing great. Um, they also are playing well as a team. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to say that Chelsea aren't good. I'm just saying Manchester City look way more impressive. Um, and I think Liverpool have carried on from last season, so we can hold them in that top three regard. I think they're the next in there. And between those three, we've got the three teams same as last season. And yeah. I don't know what what, what do we see? Is it, is it that? What are we taking from the Stoke or Manchester City nil Stoke one? Well, to talk about the game first and then go to the broader picture, Stoke have Stoke. We all know Stoke last season over the last few seasons have been very very good defensively. They don't really play, but they have been very strong at the back. Um, and they're at the moment they've got the third best defense in the league. It's only three games, sure. The, the only teams that have a better record are Villa and Swansea. You've only copped one goal, which is interesting in three games. But both teams have probably had a bit of an easy run. Mm. That aside, um, my my the reason why I don't think City will win the league this year is because I don't think they've improved on, in their counter-attacking department. Mm. I don't think they counter that well. They're very good at what they do. Had they gone 1-0 up against Stoke, they would have won easily. Stoke wouldn't have won, got, probably got the ball back. And it did take an unbelievable goal to beat them. And I think when you've got someone like... Um... Diego Costa, he's very much, he, he can be, he's a, an excellent counter-attacking player. Yeah. Excellent. And I think Chelsea have that that artillery more than, than City do. I think they have counter-attacking players, but players who can break teams down as well. So that's why, it, look, even before the season, I thought they'd win it. Uh, but I, I did think it'd be close, and I did think it'd be City, he'd be, he'd be up there with them. More hmm. Oh, well, in terms of thinking of them as contenders or anything like that, uh, I do agree with Chris's contention in terms of counter-attacking. Also, I don't feel like they've made any signings that have bettered them as a team. And I also still think that they were fortunate to win last season anyway. So when you talk about champions, I don't think it automatically goes that the contender has to be the previous season's champions. I don't think people think necessarily that Atletico are the strongest contenders for La Liga now, regardless of the fact that they won it. I don't think that they improved much. I think they've lost some players that are, you know, they let go of Negrete on deadline day. Yeah. Which is a fairly interesting one. Though apparently reports are that, you know, he wanted to go back to Spain. And I see other teams strengthening. Uh, It's all up in the air. I mean, City have the capability of kind of being there or thereabouts for the entire season and then kind of, you know, ducking in from behind and getting on top and just choking it out till the last day kind of thing. But... I don't know if I see them as contenders. I still think Chelsea's the strongest candidate. The thing is, we can't can't take this away from City. They won in a row. How many games to win that? To win, I mean, oh, no. Liverpool did slip up, but it's because City kept winning, and that's probably going in their head. City did amazingly well. They won the title. Liverpool didn't. I don't think. I still don't believe Liverpool lost it, even though they were in that position. City had those two games in hand for so long. And, and they won every single game. I was 15 straight? Or what was it towards the end it's of the big. season? Or 13 big. or 12? It's, um, Liverpool's biggest streak of the season was 10 wins, um, I think. Or maybe even 11. But um, but in late season, it shapes. Yeah, I mm. just think it's very early days. I mean, Arsenal always look like a contender in the yeah. first well, yeah. three months of the season. And then they fall apart. So. Definitely. I mean, and that's, that's a, that another... I mean, I've, I said this when Scolari had his... Um, he, I think we were four, four or five games in and he won 7-0 at Villa... And I said, I just think that Chelsea are going to go flat. And last season, I thought Chelsea are going to go flat as well. And this season, I'm not going to say that they're going to go flat, but I think that, um, you know, even the 3-6 against Everton, there's vulnerability in that side. And they're, they're you know, they're, they're, they're playing, they're, 
playing on confidence, I think that they're going to get a reality check when Costa starts to have a bit of a lull, when Fabregas goes missing, and then they're just going to be relying on their team from last season. And they don't... I mean, what are their backup strikers options like? Well, they just... They signed Loic Remy at the deadline. And they've got Remy. Okay. Remy's, Remy's not a bad... Remy's not player. a bad signing, but... Drogba, I think he'll struggle. Drogba, it's hard and to say how Drogba well as well. Go. well they, they do have the options there. Yeah. Um, Adam, you're looking at some stats. What's going on here? We're going to move on to Liverpool-Tottenham, should we? Yeah. Let's... Let's go. Liverpool, okay. Tottenham Hotspur, nil. Top, uh, Liverpool, three. Yeah. That was an interesting game. So from what I was seeing, Tottenham had the vast majority of possession. From well, the 70th minute onwards, they pretty much kept yeah. the ball to themselves. Um, they also strung, strung a lot more passes together. I'm looking at the pass combinations specifically. The top looks like, what, 12, 13 pass combinations between two players were from Tottenham players. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah, you got, you know, Kapu. Kapu. Kapue. 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 Lamella, 19 passes. Um, you know, like that's... Who had a very poor game. Who had a, yeah. a rubbish game. <laughs> for, for lack of a better word. He Lamella. was absolutely rubbish yeah. Yeah, in that game. I think I think Liverpool are smarter than this one. Watching that game, that game was about phases. I mean, they Tottenham weren't playing too bad in the first... Up until Star, uh, Sterling's goal... It did feel like Sterling got a little bit a goal against the play a little bit, but once it went in, the game changed. And Liverpool didn't look that shaky. Like they actually defended quite well and forced Tottenham to play a lot of passes which were meaningless. Hmm. Especially in the middle third of the game. I thought when Tottenham really needed to come back, come back with a sting. I remember the commentator saying, Oh, you know, Pochettino's gonna go into half time's gonna give it to them kind of thing and you know, we expect to see a Tottenham side that's going to come out second half and it, it just didn't happen because the way Liverpool defended they defended in a way that made Tottenham pass the ball back a lot mm. um, which was something I noticed but I, I did notice they passed the ball more but Liverpool more effective well the, the possession stats were very even up until about the 60th minute of anything Liverpool were bossing the game and that was it's strange considering Liverpool in these games especially with a high with a team that's pressing high against them they usually just choose to counter them and we saw that with, I mean Sturridge just turned three, four people inside, outside, inside, outside, and then played Henderson, who then... Play, I mean, we'll get on to the goal and get on to Balotelli that, about that um, maybe after a short break because um, I think yeah. it's a good, good time to, to do a, a 45 plus 9, a yeah, 45 plus 4. But, um, yeah, we'll talk more about uh, Liverpool and Tottenham straight after this. Yeah. Just wanted that sound. It's going to sound awesome. That was crazy. Is that big? Oh, it's going to be big. It's going to be loud. All right. We're back with uh, 90 plus four. We had oh, a little bit of a mini segment there with a solo can. We've, we've had to abort because Adam thought I was being serious when I was uh, playing to the camera, as they call it. Abort mission. You, you always yield. When someone throws you improv, you have to yield, Adam. Yeah, I'll remember that. <laughs> Next time you're in a scene, mate. I just noticed you can't... Um, you can't continuously swipe with your uh, Google launcher. They don't allow it. Why? I'm pretty upset with that. George, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty upset. <laughs> um, specific type of humor here. <laughs> why do you ask the Google? I don't know. Um, the Google. So we got... In this game, I thought it was interesting with Liverpool-Tottenham game. Um, obviously, we've got Mario Balotelli making mm. his debut. Um, I said before that bar Chelsea, I think Liverpool had the most impressive, and I'd even put them above Chelsea because Chelsea already had the squad. Uh, what Liverpool's managed to do with their squad in this window, um, boosted primarily by Luis Suarez's sale, is just... They've got so many options now. I mean, we saw one of them, the new boys, Moreno, score a John Arnarisa-like goal. I put that in our thread... Remind, I swear I'd seen that goal before and it was um, Reza against Everton in 01. Same age, same number, same hair colour. Reza's was the scoreline. Reza's was a bit better, yeah. Scoreline was 3-0. My God, was it 3-1 or 3-0? It may have even been the same scoreline. Yeah. Twilight zone. But Reza Reza had to to check in. So it was a slightly better goal. Yeah, that's Um, what I thought. Moreno's dispossessed the... uh, The substitute. Townsend. Townsend. He'd been been on, what, 15, 20 seconds? Yeah, Yeah. it was his first touch. He'd been on 10 seconds and then boom. so rubbish, that guy, Townsend. Well, I I think he's got, like, you you see these players, and I make this this comment with Balotelli, where you talk about their physical and technical abilities. He's got the ability, Townsend. It must just be a brain thing. 
He just shoots all the time. Every time I see him, he takes like 15 shots a game from anywhere. So does Bale, and but Bale scores them. Yeah, but Bale, yeah, scores. That's the big you know, yeah, distinction well, um, there. You don't, yeah. But um, um, I think, yeah, obviously Balotelli was at the centre of it. I thought he played really well. What, is that, what do other uh, people think? I don't know. I'm okay, next. give him an out of 10, George. I'm, I'm giving him... I'm giving him a... I'd like... To, eight is biased. It's it's at least seven. Seven. Or even... Eight, just because it, when you see the first goal, you see Vertonghen and, and Kabul are completely preoccupied with Balotelli. Mm. Completely. And then when you've got Sturridge has drawn the, the fullback and a midfielder and the winger to himself, the two centre-backs with Balotelli, Henderson's burst through, who's on him? No one. And then Sterling is completely open. And that was the plan. Mm-hmm. Two strikers, the centre-backs are completely muddled because no one plays against two strikers anymore. Yeah. yeah. Look, I I would personally give him a six for that game um, because there was a lot he did wrong, in my opinion. I, I think... If I was to give a player eight out of ten, that's like a that for me. That's a solid debut. It's a very good debut, a very good game. I yeah. think he did things well and he did things poorly. The thing is, he, he can't. Any player would not just adjust to a system like that. And Liverpool do have a system. You know, it is a very specific system. So I'm not surprised that he didn't just seamlessly gel in. Um, he did show very good flashes though. Very good flashes. I, look, but I, mean, I, I would probably just go to the extent of saying it was a nervous debut rather than one of any flawed ability or anything like that. Of course. Um, there were a couple of passes there that were forced. They didn't need to happen. Um, and to counter that, he also, his positional play was was pretty good. Um, you know, he got himself into but two of those positions where they should have been wouldn't, wouldn't, a pos- wouldn't positional awareness and, position- and, and, and good marks for positioning say that he understands the system quite well, which is a really big credit to him, considering it's yeah. a Four one two one two. I agree. I agree with Adam. He was in the right places, which means he understands the game. I, I think he is low on confidence. Yeah. Um. But for the same reason, I don't think he had the best game. You know. I, of course, no, it wasn't. It wasn't sublime. But I just thought I'm. I think maybe I'm taking his personality into it too much as well. He didn't sulk. He mm. he was defending. He was at left back. He was at right back. That that's pretty much what Suarez used to do. So he's almost taken the man. The, you know, he's just said, "What do I have to do to replace this guy?" Almost. And not only that, but um, I think, you know, Rodgers has let him know this is what you have to do to work hard in this team. And look, it's the first game, and he did this for Milan, he did this for City, did this for Inter. His debuts are, are generally in good spirit, good mm-hmm. health, and they will be for the next four or five weeks, so we can expect good things from him. After that, it's probably going to get into the, the same old crap. Or maybe, or maybe not. It depends if, you know, how Rodgers goes with him. You know, we won't, we'll never be in the change room, so we'll never know, but... Performances will say a lot, especially the players around him will say a lot in the next two three months. <laughs> I heard, um, I read a really interesting think piece on Balotelli, like how he came to be who he is and like his rise as a footballer and everything else. One of the things that really struck me, and when I was thinking about it in terms of Liverpool and what they're going to try and get out of him, is he's probably a, the kind of player on a personal level who's never felt like he's belonged. And if there's one thing to be said about Liverpool as a club entirely, is that if they take to you, they take to you. Yeah. They'll defend you against all odds. And it's probably the best place for someone with that kind of mentality who, wherever he goes, like, if you look at Inter, yeah, okay, you know, it's kind of like, you know, his first major club. There's nothing, you know, he's already playing under a fairly combative, combative manager like Mourinho. And then left City where, yeah, he's touch and go. He wasn't first choice. And, you know, there was a lot of media attention on him because he's Balotelli and everything else. He goes to his home like his boyhood supporting club in Milan and just, just horrible, you know, like Milan, aren't, Italy is an inherently systematically racist country. Like they, they still don't accept someone of Balotelli's stature coming into the national team. And even the president like Berlusconi, you know, referred to him as the family's little Negro, which wow. is just unacceptable. I mean, if you go to your boyhood club and you feel like that when you're there, then you probably f- you're within your rights to feel like no one else would take you if that's yeah. that, like that should be the best case. Ke- right? yeah. Kevin Prince was on upwards of two hundred grand a week, and he left Italy altogether. He just said, "I'm I'm not staying here anymore" because he just was over it. Gee, yeah. and it's really common there. So I think for someone of his, because he's still young, and because Liverpool is that kind of atmosphere, look, it's touch and go. He might just 
he might just do what Balotelli has always done and just self-implode because maybe it's something that can't be fixed. So this is an, this is something that's been with him for a long time. I don't think it's just other dudes rich and young and whatever. I think it's an actual problem. Mm. They used to say they had, there was a story in there about how he um, would used to ask his teacher, you know, why am I black? And then it's like, because you're just black. And he would ask every week, no matter what the teacher told him, and that they'd find him like trying to scrub his skin clean because he felt like such an outcast. Wow. So, from a Liverpool perspective, and taking it back to football and away from, you know, racism society, <laughs> like, it's probably the best place Psychology for Psychology 101. No, really. Like, Liverpool, it's the perfect place for that kind of thing because if he shows in the first six months that he's willing to work for the club, they'll never abandon him. And I'll go one more than that. If he shows one shuttle to defend, they'll love him. And that's what he did against Tottenham. And I think you can see the response from Liverpool has been immense. And they know that this player needs more of that. They're just going to keep giving it to him until he does something bad and they're going to support him even more. Yeah. It, it is It is really the, I think a, a also, good place to I be. I think also um, Rodgers is the type of manager that sort of nurtures that sort of quality in Liverpool. The, mm. It's a family. It's a... You know, you stuff up. He's not. He's not one to like. You know, point it out and you know, victimize you, so to speak. E- everything's a positive for him, I think, and that that's exactly what Balotelli needs right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, getting away from the top three clubs, arguably in the country, and let's go towards. Um, uh, just go towards Man United. <laughs> are we going straight to mid table? Oh, I see what he did there. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Are they mid table? I thought they were lower. No, um, 14th. 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 Just, just a cheeky 14th. <laughs> I was listening to. I don't. I don't I don't often listen to the Guardian, but they said the other day they're coming thirty seventh now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, they hammer them. They hammer United. Um, <laughs> so what a strange, what a strange start we, to the let, season. Let, let's let's merge this into sort of transfer policy and and start to talk about clubs as well because I think we can merge this into Arsenal and talk about how they've performed against <laughs> the likes of Leicester and how are they going with Sanchez and why didn't they get another striker? But before that, <laughs> there was one great line after the purchases of. D- Maria and Falco on Twitter. This dude posted up about Man United. It was like it's like getting fake tits when you need heart surgery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's nice, but it's not the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw another funny one on um, Facebook, and it was this picture, this cartoon picture of a massive, massive bodybuilder with the skinniest legs. <laughs> <laughs> it was like never United's s- defense. Never skip leg day. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Well let's let's stay to United. They um they're paying one Ramadan Falcao upwards of three hundred and fifty thousand pounds a week. Call him Ramadan Falcao. Ramadan. <laughs> Ramadan. Radamel. I s- Radamel. Radamel. Oh I must have stuffed it. I said one. I said Ramadan. Ramadan. Just declare while you're ahead. Um they they're paying him upwards of three hundred and fifty thousand pounds a week. Really? I thought it was two hundred thousand pounds. Nah, nah. They're making it's him almost, the highest paid player in England. It's almost three. It's three forty-five or something like that. Wow, it's in and amongst that's big that. dollars. That is disgusting. <laughs> but <that's> and <laughs> we didn't think he was a mercenary when he went to Monaco. What's he doing? He's going to a non-champions. It's purely for the money. And okay, it, now on that, is that what he was getting paid at Monaco? No. Because I don't if it's a loan deal, he can't get extra wages. It's a loan. The club still owns him. He still has a contract. But They're saying it's a loan. His agent's saying it's a four-year deal. No one knows what's happened. He can't get a new contract. But the thing is, also, um, if you're, the, the points you're making are, are, are exactly right. But on top of that, to make it even more obscure, is they've now they've given Monaco £6 million. How do you for a loan a, deal? Yeah, that does happen though. It, it's like a you're paying no, for his services, it's a stimulus for package. Yeah. But if you're paying for his wages, okay, right. how why are you giving them six mil again? I, I I don't usually see a loan like Liverpool didn't give. Obviously, it's not the same story. But when we got Moses, we don't pay them anything. We just pay his wages. Well, That's most loan deals, but you can have like a an incentive like yeah. upfront payment for a big player loan kind of thing. Was was the That's loan a, was the decision of a loan more United centric or was it more Monaco just didn't want to lose to, the player? It's, it's hard to say. I think you know, I think from Monaco's point of view, they kind of win in both situations because if he kills it, if he has a great year, they they're gonna make a monster out of it. But yeah. if they but if he doesn't, he comes back. 
Yeah. But that yeah, depends so on whether the loan has like a clause saying they have to buy him. Depends on the my, my idea is that given how much United have spent, it's for financial fair play purposes. Oh yeah, to get Maybe around it. To get around it, of course. Yeah. It's and like it's they standard. leave it for a season, buy him next year, and it's yeah. fine. And it's and it's standard. Like I don't understand. Like um, you know, they they got I think a a, a twenty four hour extension on the transfer deadline. Why have a deadline? We're going to extend it by Because uh, Sir Alex Ferguson spoke to his <laughs> friends. <okay. laughs> yeah, it's, it's all right. It's he, okay. he spoke to his friends at the far. What do you mean there wasn't extending here anything about that? But, uh, apparently, this is a rumor is that he failed his medical. Fuck and, out. And then and they needed to do the medical again. <laughs> he was in Colombia for a week. <laughs> regardless of that, you notice that on dre- t- uh, deadline day, there was no announcement of his signature because it didn't happen until... 12 p.m. midday the next day. No, but apparently, yeah, that, they got a, they got a one day extension. That happened with a lot of players. I think what happens is it's not an extension; it's an in principle. If you have the in principle agreement from two clubs, the paperwork does can be signed after the deadline, That's but you true. can't cut the deal after the deadline. In other words, once the deadline passes, yeah, the, the FA has to be aware of the in principle deal. Because what happened then was, how 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 does that work when? Welbeck's transfer to Arsenal only works if they get Falcao. So Welbeck, the only player to come in after Falcao is from what I understood was Welbeck because United needed to get rid of a striker if Falcao oh. came in. So that's even more like yeah, yeah, but the di- terms yeah, and but conditions. The, the talks with Falcao did not happen on the day. That It would have been happening for weeks. So they would have known that Welbeck was going to be the guy to release. I heard that Welbeck was on Everton's radar and someone else. But you're saying that the the contract has to be agreed. How can how can no, Arsenal no, no, no. and Man United agree? But they're going to have the same principle agreement, yeah. just that only if we get Falcao. Yeah. But the two but that, clubs that's have a agreed. Lot, that's a lot of stuff now. Now we're we're going over the the transfer. Well, not only that, but remember that time zones across Europe aren't at the same point. So when the transfer. No, they go from English times. They could, they're not going to start going into French. Yeah, but the transfer time. deadline for England is different to other countries not all countries have the same deadline yeah it still does stipulate that that's why there is some buffer point yeah, in it you see right. lots of deals that do come I up think they yeah, go, yeah, I think point. they go I think they go by English English stops at the English date oh that's sure that's what happens because but, Harry Redknapp has notoriously had problems with this and he hasn't signed people after the deadline day mm. I think there was that famous one I think he may have got an extension because his fax broke <laughs> that's the famous one is Harry Redknapp's fax broke I'm not fax. sure if he actually signed the player but um, yeah that's a, that's a classic one and then Liverpool's one in January was the Ukrainian president refused to sign off on Konoplyanka I was going to sign Messi but you know facts didn't go through so. <laughs> but like Konoplyanka I'm not going to do it with, with, with Liverpool and um, and uh, with Konoplyanka yeah, they actually said they actually said it was agreed and the president's like oh, I'm just going to walk over to this table and they're like hurry up hurry up it's like I'm just going to Click my pen. Like, Can you just sign it? And he's like, "Oh, oops, oops." Drops my pen. Drop my pen. <laughs> I farted. Um, but going back to you know, going back to do they? Yeah, do they? They look like an anchor more or less because that's a. I think have you seen that photo? Like a stingray type. They got Van Persie and uh, about nine hundred other strikers, and then they've got Blackett as a, as yeah. a centre back. <laughs> the more I see the now that I've seen, we've seen the complete picture with the. United signings. Now more than ever, I really believe he will play three at the back. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm convinced. Well, he's signed blind as well. Yeah, yeah. It's signing that Daily Blind. His name's Daily Blind, by the way. How weird is that? It doesn't see well. It's Daily Blind, isn't it? Daily Blind. Well, however you want to pronounce his name. I am now convinced that we'll play three at the back. And I think I was discussing this with Blind my dad. Is he a left back or is he a left centre back? He plays all across the back line, apparently. Anywhere across the back line. I was discussing this with my da- with my dad, and he reckons that the only reason Van Gaal took on the job was because he w- obviously to have the pull, um, or rather the reason why United got him is to have the pull for transfers, hmm. but also to give him a few years there. And I'm of the opinion now that he's going to play three at the back all year, no matter what. If it fails, fine. The players have gelled. He'll start again, maybe four at the back next year. He knows he's not going to come in the top three. He'll be lucky to come in the top four. Why not try? And fit everyone in, or try his three-five-two system that he likes. So that's what I reckon is going to happen. Mm. And Could what do, work. And what do, we, what do we think about how they've performed in the opening games? United. Mm. Um, look, What's been the issue? I'm gonna I'm gonna step back and look at. So from a coaching perspective, I, I this may be an unpopular opinion, but I like how they've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've been excellent. Um, Rooney's a gun. <laughs> uh, what do you expect with a, a brand new coach and a brand new team? 
Like, honestly, do you expect, you know, 6-0 wins every single week? No. No, no. That's, I mean... I do expect wins. You expect wins, sure, but I mean, that's... You also expect perf- a, a degree of performance. <laughs> I think I think it's very easy to jump on a bandwagon saying Van Gaal shit, Van Gaal shit, you know, like it's... And by the way, I I I really don't think three he rounds is, in. I, I don't think he is crap. I think he's I think he's fine. Um um. But yeah, sorry. Continue. It's a very I know it's a very biased opinion, but I no, it's even not. E- just even in general, um, brand new coach with brand new team, like you have to give time. You of have course. to big time. You can't. How can you be run? Like if you're running off the block, it's the best team ever. Like that's you know it's yeah. it's either that or you're lucky. Um, and I I think given time. I mean, how how can it work? Mm. It, everyone's at some point proven themselves, and I, I think it's, yeah. And it's the most amount spent in a transfer window by any club in England. Yeah, it's about I, mean, I would also go. Million. I would also go to the extent of saying that United in the past have not been a team that splash money. Around. Oh yeah, that's true. It, this is a really I'm sorry, like, but I disagree. No, no, all at once. On three, four players? Like, that's such a Man City approach to transfer. 40 on Ferdinand one year. No one else spent that much. Sorry, they've been doing it wasn't years. wasn't 40. On Ferdinand? How much was Ferdinand? It was like, it was like 30. It was 30. Was it 30? It was the most yeah. Still, it was big at the time. And how much was Rooney? 32 and a half? When was the last time United bought three or four? Yeah, yeah I agree, though. That's big, like, you know, marquee sightings in a window, fine, but not like three or four. They yeah, a lot of out of England, in. mind you, yeah. as well. You, you look at the, the figures, they've spent, they've spent lots. They have. Over, since, since the private ownership, they've spent lots. I mean, what was, how much was Veron 30 as well? Mm. Or 18 or whatever it was. Like, look at the last no, but five, you can't say that they, years. But you can't say that they don't notoriously spend money. They do. They're the ones who started yeah, it. Yeah, but I mean, the, the 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 notion of splashing cash has only really been around since City, you know... Have Chelsea. City and Chelsea. And what's, Chelsea what's the, diff- what's the difference? But what's the difference between spending 60, uh, uh, 30 million a year for, for 10 years and then spending, what like Chelsea did, spending 60 in two years? It's but the I mean, same I, amount. You, 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 you look you, like... I mean, Chelsea... Went nuts. They friggin' bought Shevchenko. They bought you know like all mm. kinds of players. Like it's, no, I know, I know. Chelsea, Chelsea did on the bench. But Chelsea had to catch up. But had. Chelsea had to catch up to United. United had been doing it for five years. Of course, Chelsea. But United, bought... United were a lot more targeted transfers, I think. Whereas, yeah. like it, United, I can't remember the last time United bought four marquee players in two or three. No, seasons. no, I'm not saying like, they, they haven't done it, and the, the stats show because it's 150 million pounds being spent on. Yeah. It's the most anyone's ever spent. Um, but notoriously, they, they do spend a lot of money. True, but that doesn't mean that they're miles ahead of uh, anyone else, to be honest. I think if, they're, if they've spent money, so have six or seven other teams spent big money over the last decade. I don't think that's not that's not the point I think Adam was making. I My think... point is the money's being spent over numerous players. That's that's something that's new. I yeah, think. in an instant, like yeah. a complete reshape, basically. Like you're looking at, you know, top 10 players in the world joining United. Hmm. Like that's... But the thing is, they were, they had a team full of the top ten players in the world anyway, and they got that over ten years. So they're never going to splash the cash on five new players. Of course, they, they, I agree with you; it's never happened. It's because they've done it over ten years, though. Like it, it, there's been no need mm. to buy those players because they've they've just had the resources mm. there. United have always been the best team, in my opinion. I mean, I've had to sort of look look up at United all the time, and it's mm. just, I mean, this is only very new. This is very recent. And I would never even discount them at this point. They are a sleeping giant, always. Mm. And they're always favourite for top four. I well, refuse to rule them out. I actually agree with you, Adam, completely. Go back a year. If this was a year ago and David Moyes never took charge and Van Gaal comes in and spends this much money, I would have been thinking to myself, mate, they're going to come first. Yeah. It's only with hindsight knowing how poorly they did last year, watching the first three games that we're saying... Oh, you know, yeah. Maybe we'll it's, be lucky to get fourth. Yeah, yeah, it's the expectation of change from the Moyes era, I think. Of course. United fans are notorious for being... Uh, there are a lot of bandwagon fans, and if they don't get their way, then tantrums are thrown, um, and, you know, well, they I mean, lose their support. For, I mean, they've been winning club. for 20 years. We can't exactly. really blame them. <laughs> True. It's, it's, you get, you get which, used to which winning. Which only amplifies that expectation, right? Liverpool, Liverpool so, are still just winding down from the eighties. Like they're just like, are we not good? Down. Are we not good? Like United's going to take them a very long time to understand what losing a game means. Um, we'll move on to 
We'll move on to Arsenal. And I think we can just merge this in with a transfer window. Sure. Um, what do we think how they performed against Leicester? Shall I start? Um, I, look, I've watched Arsenal a lot. I watched a little bit of pre-season. I watched the, their, both their Champions League games against Besiktas. I, I wouldn't read too much into the game against Leicester mm. because they had a really tough couple of weeks trying to beat Besiktas. Besiktas actually played really well. And, and honestly... Alexis Sanchez's goal to get them through really was like a twenty-five million pound goal. It it was such a close two legs. It wasn't even funny. Mm. Um, so I wouldn't read too much into it. I think they'll come good, but they are having problems fitting in that many midfielders. Mm. They have so many options in the midfield. In a way, Giroud being out now for like X amount of time. They, did someone say it was three months? Jan- that- January. That's insane. Three or four months. He broke his leg. Yeah. Apparently, I reckon that's a good thing for Arsenal in a way, in a morbid kind of way, because it means Sanchez or someone else is going to be pushed up front. Yeah. Now they have Welbeck, and it frees up a midfield option. Standard, I have Giroud in my fantasy team, by the way. Oh, <laughs> did you get rid of him before the price? Yeah. Detracted? I, I now have Costa. <laughs> Upgrade. <laughs> you didn't think of Costa before the season started? No, no I had a very set. Bankroll was budgeted I've, over time. I know two point seven mil in the bank. <laughs> I'm, I've I've made one 1.0 exactly on my team. I'm yeah. still playing value. Yeah, it's um, an investment for you. Your it's team. still investment, and I'm yeah. It's it's not going particularly well. I've made some bad errors, but yeah, I'm still I'm still close up there. But um, what do you boys think about Arsenal? Well, I, I was gonna I was gonna ask um, um I was gonna direct it at Mora in terms of. Should they have bought a striker? And is it a failure? How would you rate their their transfer market? Pretty unimpressive overall. So I mean, Sanchez wasn't enough. Do you think they needed Sanchez? Should they have bought him? Or did they buy him uh, because... What's that? <laughs> that's the Premier League that's website. The, that's, the, that's, the, that's the old Premier League anthem as well. Because, um, I mean, part of me thinks that they bought Sanchez... You know, it was a knee jerk. I think he was there was there was negotiation for a long time with Liverpool and Barcelona to get Sanchez as part of the the Suarez the Suarez deal, and then Arsenal sort of just said he's had a good World Cup, he's worth this much. Swoop and Sanchez just like I'm going to the capital, I'm going here, and it's also guaranteed Champions League football with Arsenal. Um, was he the right player for them? Uh, potentially. I mean, there's a lot of argument about whether Sanchez will go and play up front. It's probably not his best position. He's someone who probably is better penetrating from a little deeper and coming in behind, like running onto a through ball rather than... Suggestive. <laughs> very suggestive sentence. What can I do, man? It's football. It's sex. It's life. Whatever. Sanchez. Alex Arugio, 2014. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, look, uh, we're well back there. Sanchez on the right. It's, it's, it's not a play you don't use. He is a handy player to have. Mm. And it's already shown, like he, Chris said, it's... 25 million pound goal that gets them through to the Champions League group stages it's massively important but and people forget that as well they see his three games in the Premier League and they've all been poor but um, you know I he did that that game I, I think I don't think he's been that good in the Premier League he hasn't he hasn't come into it I disagree I think he was very average in the first game but the last two he's played alright he's been rusty he's not He's not in the system, no, no mm. doubt about it. But as an individual, I think he's played all right. Mm. Yeah, so right. you're never going to get someone who works as hard as he does. Yeah, yeah. That dude does a lot of running. Where did he play with with Chile in the in the World Cup? Did he play as, at the top of the diamond, or did he come off the at the top of the diamond behind the forwards? Right. He played. He actually played a lot. Or on at the, the top right. of the. He triangle. found himself a lot on the right hand side, but I do, right. I do believe he started behind the striker. Yeah. Behind. Okay. Cool. So he doesn't mm. like being up there on his own. No, nah, it doesn't. He'll, he'll hopefully be playing behind Welbeck, who I don't rate at all. Yeah, and or and or Sonogo. He did assist on the weekend against. Yeah, um, he did set up. Venga backs this Sonogo. Is this is this a new partnership? Sonogo Sanchez, the SAS. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new storage. <laughs> storage dealing with. Oh, I hate those acronyms up. like the. It's like the one for Real Madrid, the BBC. Oh, what about SBS, mate? Ooh. Sturridge, Balotelli still. SBS. Or the SSB. Yeah. I think one of the interesting things about Arsenal has been Ozil playing particularly average. Now for a good six months. He had to defend himself in the news recently. Yeah, I'm still a good player. I can play as well. I can score a goal if I need. 
He's been coming off the bench, and when he's been on, he's just <laughs> passed the ball to the next guy. Yeah, yeah. hasn't been great. I don't and know. Yeah, that he came out and defended yeah, himself take... publicly was pretty interesting. <laughs> he had to come out publicly and be like, I'm, st- I'm one of the top ten number tens, bro. Like, <laughs> All right, buddy, it's okay. We know you're pretty good. We love you. You yeah. make a lot of money. Don't worry. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good player <laughs> as well. I was worth money once, too. Um... <laughs> We, do we even have time for a break, or are we at the end of what we're doing? Do we want to talk about the Champions League? Where 50 are we? minutes. 50 minutes. Do we have a break and just have a quick 10-minute segment? I think so. Yeah. Have a, we're going to have a quick break. We're going to come back with the Champions League and more European stuff. We're just looking at we're looking at these... Um, we've been recording we've been, we've been recording. This is, this is 90 plus 4. Um, Adam found this funny. You get these these dickheads <laughs> that comment on ESPN Soccernet. No. And they're just crap. Oh, they're useless at the bottom. Yeah. They're useless. Oh. Can we can we just can we go to one about United? And I want to get. I reckon they're the funniest. Madrid's Madrid's funny as well, but I've never. I don't see too many idiots with Barcelona. You don't get idiots. Because well, they're upper ma- class people. Ma- man United, you get some like, the Moyes be disrespected. Go Rooney Ronaldo exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> like what 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 are you talking about? I know it's. Can we just um, get one? Like uh, it has to be a report or something like that. We'll go Burnley, Manchester United. Let's see. Burnley, Manchester United. They the sucking, by <laughs> which y- you'll never walk Liverpool. <laughs> Love Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then it, and then it just says like, oh, go, this is a pretty good one. Just, Ronaldo go, and Rooney forever. This is a pretty good one. Sri Raj Shah. What's the difference between United and a triangle? A triangle has three points. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if we do get to those comments and they're all very well thought out. That's answers. a good comment. Well, like, why did you pick that one? They're, they're, they're ranked by highest, you know, like my so. my neighbor's sister in law makes seventy six dollars hourly on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> High rated spam. This one guy trolled. This one guy trolled with bring back David Moyes, bring back it, and this one guy goes, "I'm beginning to think that people who comment like this are not taking it seriously." <laughs> <laughs> Should have grabbed hold of the special one when they had the chance. <laughs> From Vince. Mm. <laughs> Let's see if there's any any. You got to go to a report because it's the best. Anything someone... with Ronaldo is classic. Nah, it's the best one. It's the transfer window is still open because you just get dudes like just go out and buy Ronaldo and Bale and everyone right, and buy Messi. There's an article on the transfer what? assessment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. United. How did Man United go in the window? This will be great. Just go down the bottom. Yeah. Should have bought Ramadan Falcons. <laughs> Excuse the uh, Excuse the sound. Thank you. So what have we got here? Let's have a look. Read the name too. Yes, uh, name yeah, I will, I will, I will. George Xanthus. <laughs> sucks. Can, can we just... Vincent Scully. <laughs> oh, that guy, that... Stewie Wallace, you are full of crap. <laughs> It's only showing the top ones. Yeah, it's right. only showing yeah. awesome, well thought out yeah. comments. I think they moderate it. I think I fucking find one because if you go to the most recent article, they haven't had time to moderate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, I, I read this stuff at lunch and I die. <laughs> it's like when you go to a YouTube video and you see the top comment. It's great. Halim Sisse says Monaco are paying half of Falcals. <laughs> <laughs> Are you watching football or reading the Financial Times? <laughs> Jesus. Well, well thought out comment. No, I think the classic one on YouTube is uh, how did hours how did hours of fapping get me here? I'm so You got to turn off autoplay, Adam. I know. What's that? <laughs> this is good. So the headline, it was an article on ESPN FC two hours ago. It's Manchester United want Mats Hummels, William Carvalho. And this guy writes, Bobby Charlton and Fergie are part of the club. Oh, sorry, you might not know them because you are a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, there's a reply. The guy's like, hey, idiot, you just proved yourself to be a dickhead. Honus, then, and Rummenigge now. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. Harvin Chai Chow writes, very good window for us. Cannot complain. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Go, go to a Liverpool one and you get all the people that absolutely, they, they smash them. And some, sometimes they're full of rage 
like as maybe United supporters or God knows what. And they just write what it like whatever their hands can let them at the time <laughs> of rage, and it's just like you get a stuff when you do. You suck. <laughs> what? It's completely incoherent. Um, we'll, we'll we'll compile some of, some of the best of the week. I think. Yeah. Maybe we, we can do that. Some, write it down. But, but maybe we have a segment of um of irrational irrational support comments. Yeah. Cockhead comments or something. Yeah, you guys cover prospect articles. We'll just read them out each week. Just that'll be last ten last ten minutes. Just like yeah. Just you can just sense the fury. <laughs> There's this one dude on the Guardian website that just posts. He's like a Real Madrid supporter. He posts on every Barcelona article, and what he does, he makes like eighteen thousand predictions before the season starts, and then just requotes them at the end of the season. It's like told you, it's like bro, you picked so many things. Yeah, you you've matched every iteration. <laughs> it's like it's like putting a bet on like like every result. In tab sports bet, win, loss, and draw. I won, bro. I told you. I got my money back. <laughs> um, I just want to find more of these now. Leave it, man. We'll do the last ten. It'll be, it'll be homework. It'll be, it'll be homework. That's right. Um, so we're we going to talk about Champions League, or is that for the next? No, no. Nah, nah, we'll, we'll say okay. We're going to have to save Champions League for next time because we had a bit of a laugh at the end there. Um, maybe we can go just talk about quickly around Europe and maybe the end of the transfer window. Um, more anything else exciting happen in the transfer window that maybe we should Barcelona bought a one Luis Suarez I think yeah. it's fairly exciting we'll see they're organising friendlies to play him yeah. <laughs> like intra-squad <laughs> intra-squad friendlies like against the B team they're just like oh, just give him a game yeah, just going to do something <laughs> he played in the Gampo trophy so that was it was interesting to watch him how did he go? he was alright he didn't do much Like he, didn't, he, he was on for like 15-20 minutes did he score 30 goals did I get my money? No, he hasn't not yet, but it's not going to happen. So he didn't score thirty in one game. No, he didn't. Unfortunately, like I mean, for that money, that's so what you're I still expected. Winning. You're still winning. I'm still ahead for now. That's but, all right. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. For, for those who don't know, we do have a a, a bet going. Um, all all of us have put a bet on the exact amount of goals Suarez will score. Whoever gets that gets five bucks or whatever it is between us, twenty bucks. I can't even remember what I picked. I've got it. It's recorded. So. Well, okay, put, open them up. Open them up. But um, me and Moro on a side pot, I said. Side in a cypher what did I say for 50 bucks I said he'd get over was it 50 I can't imagine you betting 50 yeah 50 bucks wow, over really? 20 gr- and gr- Moro gr- says under 20 greater than 20 goals yeah alright cool and yeah. 50 bucks riding on it so guys guys out there in podcast land do you think Suarez is going to get more than 20 goals can we no. oh, now we're going to have all the dickheads yeah. commenting so like, <laughs> 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 he, he will score more than Messi but then Suarez. he will bite more than what his teeth are <laughs> <laughs> Go Ronaldo, United for life. CR7. Ronaldo and Rudy for life. (laughs) Shrek and Donkey. Oh, God, those are the days. Um, But yeah, how how did La Liga... We've got our our correspondent. We're just going to fly to Spain now. We've got our correspondent there. His name is Juan. Juan. Yeah, it started at um, par for the course for Barcelona. Two wins. uh, No goals conceded. Atletico as well. Um... Actually, Barcelona is the only team with full points from two games. Let it go of drop points. Madrid have as well. Uh, yeah, it's been pretty normal. One, Barcelona haven't really. One quick question is: with people talking about Valencia bursting through? Is yeah, there a potential for them to? It's Valencia. I, I don't think they have a squad still, or anything else. I mean, you just kind of expect it from Spain. Like maybe there'll be a bit of a breakout, make it you know, Champions League good on them. But mm. I don't think they're gonna challenge. And Atletico and Madrid, who are both going to be playing each other this week coming up, and both are sitting in fairly precarious scenarios. Uh, Madrid has three points, Atletico has four from two games. And then so. Barcelona, par at the top there. Tiger with six, yeah. Um, and the rest of Spain is just boring. The other teams don't really matter, do they? <laughs> no, no, actually, not a lot. Um, Ibar, who were promoted, have done quite well. I heard that, I heard that. Yeah, they've been doing all right. Um... It was pretty interesting, the most recent game Madrid had, where they um, went 2-0 up against Sociedad, yeah. and then just collapsed completely. And then bummed it. And then they bummed were killing Sociedad too. Yeah. Oh, they had a chance them. to be 3-4 up real Could have been 4-0 up at half time, but then... And James just looks like he wishes the World Cup would come back. <laughs> yeah. It just looks horrible. And guys, you remember when I played the World Cup? <laughs> yeah. Just, is that Ozil in disguise? I was reading that um, the Monaco fans want some of their money back. 
From, because James and Falcao have left. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean they're eighth fans? Yeah. Yeah. The stadiums. Yeah, they, did they not? They didn't even sell out their stadiums. They don't sell it out. It's a tiny... Like, the only people that live there are, like, celebrities evading taxes. Like, Grace, yeah, yeah. Gra- Grace, Grace Kelly If one driver's evading taxes. Yeah, man, like, Johnny Depp's like, I might go down to the game, might not. <laughs> Whatever. I might, just, I might just play a drunk hire at this moment. <laughs> Just they stop got it. Can you $30 just thirty million dollar yachts anchored to the corner flag? Because yeah. <laughs> I think now, because they were supposed to avoid the French taxes, but they they have to now. They're trying to make them pay them. Yeah, of course they should. They should definitely pay, and they should. Yeah, that's they it. Should, <laughs> they should all just <laughs> my point. This is more rant, rant right. over. Rant <laughs> over. Um, we've also got Italy and Germany. Um, Italy. I think I, I was just saying this to Chris. I think the most the the, the biggest headline that I thought was just. Inzaghi's opening win mm. which is um, comforting to see from AC Milan I don't mind AC Milan there's a bit of a relationship there between uh, Liverpool and Milan I really I've got nothing it's, it's, it's not nice to see them where they are so it's good that they've opened on a win against the famous Nazio mm. well his, his quote when Balotelli left was something along the lines of this is the best moment in Milan's like history of the last three or four years it's been so, oh it's super God. important for their dressing room. That's what his his words. Wow. It was along those lines. It's something that severe. In fact, I'll I'll look it up. See what you, That's insane. What it but um, yeah, then, I, I, but obviously he was gonna say something to lift the, the spirits of the dressing room. So. And then I might just I might end on this. Do, uh, there's been all these comments about Real Madrid and a very poor transfer window. What would what would we say has been do you, I mean, yeah, I they, they, agree. they've gotten rid of Chabi Alonso as well because I was going to merge that in with Bayern Munich and how have they started the season. Um, but I think they had a really poor... Uh, Chris and I were discussing this earlier, yeah. saying that they actually came out of this with a weaker squad. Yeah, I agree. Where they've spent money on fairly decent players, but their squad overall is not as good as it was last season. Mm, that's and very strange. And is out for six weeks now. Ugh, which is that really... guy annoys me. Can you just quit? <laughs> So, he shouldn't be there. look for Madrid it's very strange that there's even a discussion that it's a, been a poor transfer window you know yet they've bought players people like you know people who have instigated the transfers are defending them and people within the team are questioning them openly in the in the media so I find that quite strange and I don't think they're in a they're definitely in a weaker position to defend the Champions League you know losing Alonso and Di Maria without adequate replacements is huge. Tony Cruz is a good player. I think he was personally their best signing. Um, James, he's not an answer to a problem they had anyway. You know what I mean? So it was a dumb, had, That was a dumb, it was dumb a, signing. For me, it's, that was really about, you know, world being Cup a, being, a, being a Galactico and just saying, this is yeah, what we do. That's right. So um, that was my, that's my view. I'm just going to wrap up by saying Bayern Munich are in the Europa League sort of um, places here. They're in fifth. We have a win and a draw, Bayern, right? Win and a draw, that's disappointing. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, nah, that's, that's, that's poor. That, that's... I mean, they're on tied. How many points is that? They're on four points. They're only three points above the relegation zone. <laughs> Come on, really? That's insane. That's, that's, um, that's relegation. I don't form. think anyone that's, in Munich's worried. That's relegation <laughs> form, I'm sorry. I don't know what Xavi Alonso was thinking. Um, I might end this off by maybe all of us... Oh, what? We've got a comment. We've got a comment. Oh, yeah. Can we, we end on the comment? Can we end, end on, on the, the comment? comment? We'll end on the comment. I just want to try and ask if we can have... We can try and come up with a, a pun quickly for this, the title of this thing. Any puns? Right. I was thinking about Cruz. Is that a pun? Can we make a pun with Cruz? Um... <coughs> Oh, jeez, I'm usually good for these. You really put me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> um, would you like, some, would you like some Balotelli and butter on your... No, 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 no. What was our last one? It was the Science of the Lambs or something Science like that. Science of the Lambs. I don't know, yeah, it was. Oh, man. Um, How much will Diego cost you? I did not... Did I say that one? No. How much will Diego cost you? <laughs> <Yeah>. I thought <laughs> I said that one too. I fucking never heard that one. I just came up with that. Oh, that man, are genius, you sure? Mate, no, that, I wrote you up. I run you up. No way! You, you said that. No, to we're me. on the phone. We're on the phone. Oh my god! We were. Can't believe you're claiming this. I can't we were on the phone, and I told you I came up with a pun. What I remember that. Whatever, George. Will Diego cost you? How much is Di- will Diego cost you? <laughs> well, then let's call it that. Okay, we'll call it how much will Diego cost you? <laughs> yeah, right, we'll go with that. That's fine. Um, if I was, oh, damn it. 
next week. We might come up. We might come up with Moreno next week. Um, but oh god. Adam, what, what was that? What that was, was that? Terrible. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just ignored uh, it. On uh, on whether or not it was a good transfer window for Real Madrid, Real Madrid, Real Madrid. In comes get to that. In comes what's his name? His name is Sadat Ali Khan. Yep. And he writes. And where does he work at? Accenture. Okay. Fake Madrid will continue to buy its success. <laughs> <laughs> That's been ninety plus four.